0: A man Parvana didn't know gave one final pat to the dirt mounded up over her father's grave. The village mullah had already recited the Genesah, the prayer for the dead. The funeral service was over. Small, sharp stones dug into Parvana's knees as she knelt at the edge of the grave and placed the large stone she had gathered around it. She put each one down, slowly. There was no reason to hurry she had nowhere else to go. There were not enough rocks. The ones she had gathered only went halfway around the rectangle of turned-up earth. Spread them out, a man said, and he bent down to help her. They spread out the stones, but Parvana didn't like the gaps. She thought briefly about taking rocks from other graves, but that didn't seem right. She would find more rocks later. One thing Afghanistan had was plenty of rocks. Rise yourself up now, boy, one of the men said to her. Parvana's hair was clipped short, and she wore the plain blanket shawl and shalwar kameez of a boy. There is no point staying in the dirt. Leave him alone, another man said. He is mourning for his father. We all have dead to mourn, but we do not have to do it in the dirt. Come on, boy. Get to your feet. Be the strong son your father would be proud of.' "'Go away,' Parvana thought. "'Go away and leave me alone with my father.' But she said nothing. She allowed herself to be pulled to her feet. She brushed the dust from her knees and looked around at the graveyard. It was a large graveyard for such a small village. The grave spread out in a haphazard pattern, as if the villagers thought that each person they buried would be the last. Parvana remembered digging up bones in a graveyard in Kabul with her friend Shazia to earn money. I don't want anyone digging up my father, she thought, and she resolved to pile so many rocks on his grave that no one would bother him. She wanted to tell people about him, that he was a teacher, that he had lost his leg when his school was bombed, that he had loved her and told her stories, and now she was all alone in this big, sad land. But she kept silent. The men around her were mostly old. The younger ones were damaged somehow, with an arm missing, or only one eye or no feet. All the other young men were at war, or dead.
1: "'A lot of people have died here,' the man who had helped her said. Sometimes we are bombed by the Taliban.
0: Sometimes we are bombed by the other side. We used to be farmers. Now
1: we are targets. Parvana's father hadn't been killed by a bomb. He had just died. Who are you with now, boy? Parvana's jaw hurt as she held her face tight to keep from crying. I'm alone, she managed to say. "'You will come home
0: with me. My wife will take care of you.' There were only men at her father's graveside. The women had to stay in their homes. The Taliban didn't like women walking around on their own. But Parvana had given up trying to understand why the Taliban hated women. There were other things to think about. "'Come, boy,' the man urged. His voice was kind.' Parvana left her father's grave and went with him. The other
1: men followed. She could hear the scuff of their sandals on the hard, dusty ground. "'What is your name?' the man asked. Kasim, Parvana replied, giving him her boy name.
0: She didn't think any more about whether to trust someone with the truth about herself. The truth could get her arrested or killed.' It was easier and safer not to trust anyone. We will go first to your shelter and retrieve your belongings. Then we will go to my home. The man knew where Parvana and her father had set up their lean-to. He had been one of the men who had carried her father's body to the graveyard. Parvana thought he might have been one of the men who had checked in on them regularly, helping with her father's care,
1: but she couldn't be sure— Everything about the past few weeks was blurry in her memory.